When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope your week, your weekend treated you well. I am so excited that you have joined me today and that we get to hang out for a little bit. Um, The first thing I need to talk to you about is just how dramatic I can be sometimes. And I think, you know, it took me a long time to type myself on the Enneagram, if you don't know, because in my mind, I thought sevens were just happy all the time. And as I have grown to understand the Enneagram and to understand myself, I realized just how it's more so about the frustration we cause for ourselves by trying to guarantee our happiness all of the time. And of course, sometimes like we can definitely like bypass emotions and positive reframe everything, but also that doesn't always feel good in the moment. Even when you're doing it, you're kind of aware of like how icky it really feels. And we've been in a state of anticipation for months now for this season of our lives where my husband's in grad school, we moved to this little town in Tennessee and we've been waiting for answers and waiting for information. And we get that information, you know, three days before we move. And so I was really prepping myself to be easy to please. Like I was like, I'm going to channel my inner nine. I'm going to be so like go with the flow. I'm going to be a palm tree, just like waving in the wind. And you know, I tried, okay. I tried my best. Our house is so cute aesthetically. It's like very, it's got like English cottage vibes. It's so cute. But realistically, like this is a college dorm and it feels like a college dorm. Like it doesn't feel like a home, which is fine. It's just like uncomfortable. You know, it feels kind of gross. Like it's got like teenage boy grime everywhere is the energy. Um, It smells musty. And it feels a little moist, if I'm honest. You know, it doesn't feel great. Today, three grown men just, like, came into the house. Um, no no announcement, no knocking. Just walked in. They had some furniture they needed to move. And I just forgot what it was like to be in college. And I didn't even really consider that we would be in college. You know what I mean? That we're, like, living on a college campus. And that, therefore, I will be back at college. <laughs> But like older, grumpier, and like with more demand of my like freedom and autonomy, which Lord, I had a lot of that then. It has only grown. And um, yeah, it's just interesting. (laughs) um, I wanted to go to eat yesterday when we got here and I was like looking around and there's like one restaurant open. Um, it's just interesting. There's one coffee shop in town and that coffee shop is closed for renovations and they don't know when it's coming back. So like, I'm not okay. If I'm honest, 
I, I mean, I'm being dramatic with that, but like I did cry. <laughs> and it's hard because I feel simultaneously like, yes, feel your feelings. It's okay. Let your feelings flow. But also like, I feel like a little baby. Like this is just like how I, like my brain loves to talk to myself is like, you're not allowed to feel this way. You are supposed to be satisfied with everything that you get. You should be happy in all circumstances, but also sometimes like you just don't want to, you just want to have it the way you want it, you know? And, um, this whole experience has been such a good lesson for me in releasing control in allowing imperfection, allowing things to not like feel a hundred percent. And honestly, in like a sense of putting someone else's needs above my own, you know, I think that that's like the most vulnerable way to phrase it for me is really like prioritizing what Obi needs right now. And I am like really learning how to sit with this discomfort because the reality is like, I'm an aggressive type. Okay. So if I were in the situation for me and I got moved into a house I didn't love, I would be figuring it out and getting out of there. But the reality is like, this isn't for me. This is for someone else. And I really like, I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that what Obi needs right now is just for this to be okay. And for him to be able to focus on school and not on my feelings and not on like what I want or need, like, because like, honestly, y'all, we focus on that a lot. Okay. Um, and yeah, and I'm just gonna play with that energy. (laughs) Just be like, yeah. I can simultaneously be like, this is a frustrating thing. Some of these elements of this have been frustrating. Some of the elements of this have been difficult for me as a, like on a personal level, but also like at the end of the day, it's six weeks. Like I can just get over it. Now I want to say like, I'm calling myself dramatic because I know that there are other types out there who like would not struggle with this as much. Or even other sevens who like this isn't the area in which they're focused on feeling good. Like I have seven friends who are like they'll spend like no money on a hotel because they want to be out doing things all day. So they don't mind like their home space not feeling good. But, um, you know, I work from home. I have finally gotten to a place where I like to be at home for the first time in my whole life. And I just want that home space to feel good. And so it is like a fixation for me, but I, yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna see what it's like. I think I'm gonna just approach it as like a experiment and like a growth challenge and do what I can. Now I did do a giant trip to Walmart to get all the things that I needed to get to make this like potentially better for myself. You know, like I'm not just like taking it I'm not just like rolling over and being like, this is what we're getting. I'm, I'm doing my best to make it as great as possible. I have diffusers in like every room. Essential oils and incense are just on rotation all day, every day. Cause the smell is like what really gets me. And I think we've talked about this before. Like I have sensory stuff. Um, I can't like touch certain textures. And one of those things is like, I can't eat in a place where the smell is bad. So I'm that's like my biggest stress right now. It's just like, am I going to 
Like, what's that going to be like? Um, and maybe I'll just like, <laughs> I sound like, I don't know. I, unless you have sensory stuff, I feel like it's hard to explain how your brain just won't let you. Like, it's just like, absolutely not. Um, I will literally freak out. Like my body, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking as my body. Like I will literally freak out. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're just going to treat it as an experiment. Try to, you know, I, I can hear the nines in my DMs. Like this is like not that big of a deal. Like just like deal with it. Um, and like my brother who was a nine growing up, he would always say like, there's nothing you can do about it. So you just have to like accept it. Um, trying to like play with that energy, trying to experiment with the part of me that's a nine who can just kind of roll with what we've been given. I can feel it. I will channel it. <laughs> um, but let's get into today's episode. Sorry I took up so much time just talking about my feelings about this situation, but I do feel like I have like been pr- telling you, like uh, anticipating this and I'm waiting for this. I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for it. And now that it's here, I really wanted to be like, it's amazing news. Um, and in some ways it is amazing news, right? We have a house. We don't have roommates. There's a dishwasher, which we don't even have at home. Like there are things about it that are great. It's right across from the gym that we want to use and the tennis courts where we will spend a lot of our time. So all of that is great. People have been really nice. And I mean, Suwanee itself is stunning. I just need to like become more outdoorsy to fully appreciate it, I think. But I mean, enough of this. Let's get into today's coffee chat episode. If you are new here, welcome. Sorry for the beginning. You know, please, thanks for hanging around. Every Monday, I share with you something I'm learning as well as updates on what's going on behind the scenes and what to expect in terms of content on the podcast this week. Starting with three good things. So the first good thing is diffusers, right? I have them. I literally put them everywhere. We have four in the house. I have one in the dining room, one in my office, one in the living room, and one in our bedroom. And I mean, we might get more. I don't know. (laughs) But um, sweet orange and peppermint in there. And today when I came in from going to the library, it felt like it smelled like peppermint in here. And and I'm okay with that. That feels great to me. Um, To a dishwasher. Okay. We loaded the dishes last night and we were just like, we could wash this and we could wash this and we could wash this. Like we're kids in a candy store with this thing. Okay. We have been hand-washing dishes for like four or five years now. Um, and it feels thrilling. Number three, the summer of the lounge style pant. That is my, this is my season. We'll talk more about it later, but these like comfy wide legged cotton pants. Are you kidding? They're amazing. And they're one of my three good things. Okay. Let's get into what I'm learning. I am learning to prepare and release. I was joking with my therapist the other day about learning to let go and about how like this whole Sawani experience is really just a lifelong lesson. It's like, this is a training ground for me to learn how to release control and to not prepare and plan. And in some ways that feels absolutely true. And and honestly, I'm still in that space, right? Of like, okay, this is going to be my six week period where I commit to growing my selfless muscle 
and my go with the flow muscle. Like that is the goal, I think. It's just, this is, everything's not about you, Sarah Jane, you know? I think that's the goal. The second thing kind of in that mind though, is that all of the preparation that I did, because it was a lot, as much as I could do with the information that I had brought me so much comfort in the process of planning, right? Because it's like, what is in my control right now? I can't control how much information I have. I can't control what the housing situation will even be, but I can control how much I'm prepared for it. And so I made a list of like all the things I need to do before I move. And then I made a list of all the things I wanted to pack by room. And it brought me a lot of like initial comfort just on like a frenetic level, like getting that energy out. But then also it created a ton of ease for me when the moment happened that I really needed to get things done because it was really overwhelming. Like the moment where you're like, okay, we have a house, we're moving in three days and go, you know, it was like, how, where do we even start? But I had this list. So I just started checking things off the list, you know, and even when there weren't things that I knew, like I didn't have all the information, but I needed to be taking some sort of action because that's my nature. I would do the things that I needed to do. Like I wanted to get, you know, new light bulbs that had a timer on them. So I just went ahead and got those and set those up before we ever even knew our situation, you know, like did what I could. And that means that like our packing situation was so much easier than it could have been if I hadn't done that because I wasn't constantly second guessing myself about like, okay, did I forget something? Am I remembering something? Because I had been writing this list for months and every time I thought of something, I just added it to the list. And so I was fully prepared and that's amazing. And I think the trouble for me in preparation in the past has come from holding on to the timing and the control, right? Like I'm prepared and therefore I need this plan to go as I planned it. <laughs> it needs to go according to the plan. And instead, what I feel like this process has taught me is to prepare but then to release and like let go and just trust the process because there's such a limited amount that you can actually control. And so I was able to really focus on, okay, preparing is something I can do right now. And then I have to just release until it's time for me to take action again. And, and I'm kind of in that phase right now, like all like in this situation we're in here, I'm going to do everything in my power to make this house feel like a home. But then at some point, like I have to just let go, you know, like I'm going to get diffusers. I'm going to put baking soda around the house. I'm going to open the windows and, you know, make, rearrange the furniture, clean, deep clean the kitchen, you know, do everything that I can to make it feel good to be. And then at some point, like I have to just let go and let it be what it is, you know? So that's what I'm learning. Prep and release. Um, and now last week I was, you know, packing, getting life together to move. I closed my 2023 incubator bookings. If you don't know, the incubator is where I fly to you. We work together for three days and we get so much work done. We can build your website. We can build your brand. We can launch your social media. We can help you create a podcast, whatever you need to do. We work, you and me, one-on-one -on -one for three days in your business to make things happen for you, like really make a significant amount of progress 
on whatever project it is that you're working on. And I booked that out for 2023, and now we have our wait list started for 2024. So if that's something that you're interested in, you want to get on the wait list for next year, just email me at contact at enneagramandcoffee.com, and we can get that set up for you. And then I planned out the summer, which brings me to our conversation about planning for the summer. We did this for spring, and you all enjoyed it, so we're going to prep for summer together as well. And really, this is like a guided journaling session. So you can pause me, take time to journal on your own questions, but I'll share with you the answers from mine. So question one is, how do you want to feel this summer? So I am using the feelings that I chose for June for the full summer, which I want to feel flexible, like a palm tree blowing in the wind. I want to feel friendly, open to new people, and I want to feel free, like no pressure, low rules, no moralizing whether the choices that I make are like good enough or bad enough. And then, yeah, that's for me. So all of my goals this summer, I'm going to build around, does this make me feel flexible? Does it make me feel friendly? Does it make me feel free? And how can I choose each day to be flexible, friendly, and free? And let that be my guide. And my next question for us is, what do you want your home to feel like this season? This is interesting because when I did this for myself in the winter, and when we talked about this in the spring for on here, I had really clear aesthetics that I wanted. Like in the winter, it was like all hygge vibes, lots of like knit and cozy, lots of candles. And then in the spring, it was like dark academia vibes. I had like all of our classic books pulled out. I had tons of florals everywhere. And now summer, home is a really hard question for me this season because we aren't really in a home. And that's, it's, it's tricky, you know? I don't really get to choose how my home feels. And I think there's a little bit of a grief in that, you know? I think... That's something that Obi and I really created together. And for the first time in my whole life is this sense that I have a home, that I have a home that feels amazing to be in, that I deeply enjoy. And I got really spoiled by that because I don't think I really had that ever before in the same way that I have it now. And I thought for most of my life, like, I don't think I'll ever have that. I, do, I don't think I ever thought that was something I wanted even. But now that I have it, I can feel the lack of it, if that makes sense. So that's a kind of sad. But I want my home this year, this summer, to be my body. And I want that to feel comforting and safe. And alive, I want to feel invigorated in my body, but I also want to feel nurtured and supported in my body. And I want to really honor my body as my home, as my ultimate home. So how do you want to dress this season? Um, this is something that I used to do all the time is like really plan my wardrobe around the season. And I don't do it as much anymore, but I do like it when I do it. And so my summer wardrobe is definitely a linen or a lightweight, loose, high-waisted pant and a crop top. Like that is the vibe for me this summer. 
that is what we're working with. It is, it is my wardrobe for the summer. (laughs) And then I'm also fully embracing like flowy dresses, lightweight dresses. It is very hot and humid here. And so that combination feels really good. Then what hobbies do you want in the summer? I, a lot of my hobbies here, I think are going to be much more like in my body active, like biking and tennis. Um, I want to go to swimming holes. I think I'm not the most outdoorsy person, um, but that's like the main activity. I think it's Swanee is like people keep saying there's great hiking or there's like lakes you can swim in. Um, so maybe I'll do that, you know, try to like find that fun, you know? Um, and then in terms of reading, I always love to read a lot and I'm currently reading beach reads for the summer, all fun, all entertainment, no like over intellectualization. It's just like a good time. That's the vibe. And then the next question we have is, do you have career or creative goals you want to accomplish this summer? Partially, it's a survival. You know, the summer is a a survival for me. June is like all meetings, like mostly meetings. I have Mondays and Fridays off from meeting people to just get the other work I have to get done, done. But every other day, it's, it's meetings. And then... I am planning to launch a new product in July. So we're working on that in the back end. And then really just want to focus on creating content that I am proud of, prepping for round two of the partnership program. So I'm launching the partnership program again, which if you don't know, is my three-month one-on-one coaching program. Now, spots for that will open up to my current clients first. Um, all of them are an absolute delight. And so I'm going to offer them all the chance to go again, if that's something they're interested in, but otherwise I'll be opening up for new clients in the month of August. If this is something that you're interested in, um, definitely email me or DM me on Instagram and just let me know and let me know because we'll put you on the wait list and I can just email you first. If I book through email, I probably won't even announce it on Instagram. I don't know how that will work, you know, but if I feel like I get enough submissions of people who are like, I can actually support, I feel confident that I can support you, then I might not launch it publicly. We'll see, you know, and then finally, I have a goal of taking a writing retreat for myself. Uh, I booked off two weeks in the month of July just to write. Um, and that, that is the goal. Now, um, also this summer is the Enneagram conference in San Francisco, which I will be at, but I also believe I will be hosting a round table discussion virtually. So if you are going virtually to the Enneagram, International Enneagram conference, um, we can hang out on the internet. And I think that should be, that will be really fun. It's kind of like a virtual meetup. And yeah, so if that's something that you're interested in, definitely go to that, join the conference on, on the virtual level, which I did the conference virtually last year. And I believe the year before, if I'm accurate. Um, and it was really cool. It's, I mean, they make the experience like really, really good. Like it feels like you're in a conference center and it's really neat. 
I don't know, they did a really good job with it. All right, next is how do you want to feel in your body this season? I wanna feel energized, which means I need to do regular movement. I found out that the gym membership for me here is $5 for the whole summer. So I'm definitely doing that. And um, I also signed up for this girl's workout program. Um, a bunch of people I follow on YouTube do her workouts and it was like 40 bucks a month. So I think I'm going to do a combination of those two things. I also think we're going to play tennis a lot and you brought a bike for me here. Um, so I hopefully will be able to like bike around a bit once I get comfy with it. I also want to feel hydrated and I want to feel safe to eat in my home. <laughs> that's, a, that's like a major goal for me. I want to feel like comfortable eating here. So I just need to figure that out. I don't know if it means like I eat outside a lot or if I just like find whatever room I feel the most comfortable in. I, I, I don't know yet. If you have sensory stuff and this resonates for you and you have a tip, oh my gosh, I would love it. I would live for that tip because I just have no idea what to do. I, I like honestly, and it feels like such a child's problem, but it's just, it's just what I'm working with, you know? So I want to work on that. I want to feel safe to eat in my home. I want to feel hydrated. I want to feel energized. Now, in terms of relationship goals, um, you know, the first thing that comes to mind is I just want to be here for OBS. I want to have like a good attitude. I want to support them and their schedule. I want to allow space for imperfection and for busyness. You know, like he's in the thick of it. I'm in the thick of it, honestly. And I just want to allow us to like, let that be okay. And just like, be like, okay, we're doing the best we can. And sometimes seasons are busy and sometimes our housing situation is not like the best scenario, but I'm going to appreciate what I can and kind of let the rest roll off my back as much as possible. And I also want to prioritize a date. Normally we prioritize a date like once a month, like a date date, but that's because we usually get a lot of time together. Otherwise, you know, we spend a decent amount of time together as partners. We like hang out every morning and every night. We talk, you know, once a week about like our life at home, but that's not really the situation this summer. Like we're not planning for that. We're really planning for him to be like super, super busy and honestly for me to be super, super busy. So I hope that we will be able to have a date at least once a week where we like go out and do something together and just make an intentional time to be together in the thick of it. And self-care, I have a long list of self-care items I'm realizing. It's like my longest list. Um, number one. I'm just going to listen to myself and let myself have what I need. I'm doing the summer of pleasure again. I did this last year where I just take off all of the pressure that I carry on a daily basis to be like a, like the perfect person, you know? Um, and my like line to one is so strong friends. It's like so strong. Um, as is my line to five, if I'm honest, they're both just like, there, I ride the line so much. But all of that to say, I, um, yeah, I put so much pressure on myself to just do everything perfectly and everything right. And to have just like this, like easeful schedule that's like supporting me constantly. And the truth is most of these things that I do are things that I do because they make me feel good. 
And when I don't do them, I don't feel good. <laughs> so I've built in all these like structures that support me to feel more ease in my life. But it feels really good to let them off for a season and to just be like, do whatever you want to do. Be free. Run rampant. And so that's what I'm doing for myself this summer. I don't have to make the bed. I don't have to be, you know, perfect about eating at my house all the time. Like if I want to go out to eat because that's where I feel safe to eat, like that's a judgment-free zone. And just like letting that be okay, letting whatever feels good be okay. This isn't sustainable for me in the long run of my life. You know, like I have been there before, like my most untethered, unchecked seven self lived like that, you know, like that was the vibe. And when I lived like that, I was constantly behind schedule. I would like miss class all the time. You know, I was in college when I was the most untethered. I would like not sleep just so I could like have fun, you know? And so we don't want to regress <laughs> in growth, but I do think it's nice to remember why the structure's there and what problems I'm trying to solve with the structure versus just doing structure for structure's sake, which can make me really resentful as a person. And so allowing space for me to miss it will really create, help me to determine what habits and routines I want to reinstall in the fall. Reinstall in the fall. Okay, so listening to myself and letting myself have what I need I want to use my morning routine as my stability, but otherwise be very flexible and spontaneous because one, summer of pleasure, but two, it's kind of what's required of me in this season of our life as a good partner. You know, like Obi's much more like social than I am, which I don't know if we talked about this before, but he's an introvert who is much more social and communal than I am. I'm an extrovert who is like, very non-social in a lot of ways. Like I like to talk to people, but I pretty much like just want to like keep to myself. (laughs) So we're kind of opposites in that way, but I'm going to like tap into my flexibility, my spontaneity, my communal nature, my extroversion, and really be open to unplanned events, unplanned visitors, you know, just kind of be flexible. Um, I want to work from outside of the home as an act of self-care as much as I want to or can. I want to rest when I need to and not have rules or guilt around feeling good. And then I also, as an act of self-care, have blocked off those two weeks just to write. So if you are journaling along with me, as a reminder, the questions we went over today were, how do you want to feel this season? What do you want your home to feel like this season? How do you want to dress in summer? What hobbies do you want to explore this summer? And do you have any career or creative goals? Any health goals? Relationship goals? And what are you going to do for self-care? So that is my reflection for summer. Let's get a little bit into the rest of the coffee chat episode. So what am I feeling vulnerable about? I mean, I think it's kind of obvious that I'm feeling vulnerable about being a sensitive being, like just kind of having feelings about the house, um, not being able to be comfortable in just any space. 
I think that's something I'm feeling extremely vulnerable about. I feel uncomfortable not being positive and not being happy about everything. (laughs) I feel like a bummer as a person and I hate that feeling. It's my least favorite. Um, So feeling very sensitive about, I'm feeling very vulnerable about being sensitive and I'm feeling proud of rallying, you know, and just kind of being like, okay, this thing happened and this feels this way. Okay. I can feel that. And then we're just going to keep going and we're going to make the most of it. And we're going to focus on like why we're here and who we're here for. And we're not going to make everything about ourselves. Okay. We're we're not going to do it. And my core desired feelings for the month of June, we've already talked about them, but I want to talk about how I intend this week to tap into them. So I will be flexible um, or I was flexible this week because I had a plan this morning and I changed it up to do what was best for us long term. I really had it, my heart set on like, okay, I have this like very specific routine I want to do in the mornings. But today we just needed to, we needed to take a little road trip down to the Walmart, like 30 minutes away and um, get, get some things for the house and Obi could only really do it this morning. And so we made that time together and that felt great. And then I was friendly by making small talk with strangers. And I was free by letting myself get what I need to feel better at the space. I think I'm supposed to be doing this in the future tense, but I did it in the past tense when I did the journal. So I'm going to be flexible this week by keeping my plans loose and my expectations loose. I'm going to be friendly by taking opportunities to go be social. I'm going to be free by embracing the summer of pleasure and not putting restrictions on myself around what it means to be a person, you know? And my self-care challenge this week, last week I said I was going to take myself on a date and I didn't do it. I just didn't, I didn't do it for the month of May. And this is by my standards. I want to be clear. I am like, self-care is not my struggle. Okay, and so I just want to be clear, my standards for a self-date are high, and so I might have taken what you would consider a self-date, but I have not taken what I would consider a self-date. And I I settled for, I took a trip to Target, and I got an iced coffee, and I just let myself linger and took my time, and I was like, this is my self-date, but what I was doing was actually buying groceries and things for the house and moving and that I decided doesn't count. So I didn't, I kind of went on a self date, but I also disqualify it. So my self care challenge this week is to actually take myself on a date. Um, I think I'm going to do like a little lunch date moment, maybe one day this week and actually take that seriously. And what's coming up in terms of content this week on the podcast Wednesday, we are doing an episode that's like, you're not blank, you're just blank, which is really about adjusting Enneagram stereotypes. You're not lazy, you're just emotionally overextended. Things along those lines. You can guess what type that is. (laughs) And on Friday, I have an interview with Tina Wells about work-life rhythms. This interview was so good. She is such a pro. I cannot wait for you to hear it. 
and she has a line at Target that's out, so we should definitely be checking that out soon. And on Sunday, we have a vlog coming up about our first few days in Sewanee, getting adjusted, moving in, and you get to see me wrestle with these feelings in real time. And this week is an invitation for all of us to prepare and release. And we're going to end today with a quote from the great philosopher, Little Wayne. The more you spend time contemplating what you should have done, you lose valuable time planning what you can and will do. I'm going to read that again because I said it weird. The more time you spend contemplating what you should have done, you lose valuable time planning what you can and will do. All right, friends, thank you so much for being here, and I will see you Wednesday for the next one. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.